When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply was good night for track and field athletics New Zealand. Well, good weekend, really, with some of our best going the best and picking up gongs over the weekend. One of them joins us late, late from Stockholm, winning the Diamond League high jump. A good friend of the show, Mr Kerr. Well done, sir. Thank you very much, Steffi. It's great to be on. But, yeah, it was an awesome night. Awesome night, 2.24. You seem to be building nicely. Um, seven centimetres off your best, but you've been improving the last few weeks slash months. Yeah, no, I definitely have. Um, I'm going to be honest, that's probably the worst conditions um, of a meet I've ever been in, um, <laughs> New Zealand included. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so to actually, like, in, on reflection, to be jumping that high, um on paper, it's not great, but but given the conditions, it's actually pretty exciting, and I think that there's a lot more to come. So tell us about those conditions, and then how you go about blocking it out. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty much sheeting rain the entire time, um, which which never really helps, especially when we have to land on a high jump mat, which is essentially just a big sponge uh, every jump. So you know, there was a lot of uniform changes and 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 getting the towels out and trying to trying to make sure we were staying as as dry as possible, but. Um, yeah, it just changes your timing and it and it just sort of starts making you sort of second guess everything. So yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that as Kiwis, I think we're pretty used to it. Um, obviously, I do a lot of training outside and in bad weather, which a lot of the European guys evidently don't do. And so yeah, I was just able to be the best on the day, which was cool. So does it become when the elements are there, it becomes more a mental thing than a physical thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, high jump, I, I think, I've, you know, I've, I've spoken to you a number of times. Is it's, it's a, you know, it's a massive mental challenge. Um, you know, obviously there's the, the physical side to it, but when it actually comes down to the day, the, the mental side definitely takes over and it's and it's all about sort of trying to unlock that. And so, you know, if you've got all these negative thoughts in your head around, you know, it's bad weather, it's not optimum, I can't jump really high in these conditions, then, then it's only ever going to sort of set you up for failure. So, yeah, it was just a matter of trying to block that out as much as possible and just focus on all the positives. So given good weather conditions, it's probably a hard figure to put on it, but how many centimetres do you feel bad conditions can cost you? Um, oh, it's hard to say. I mean, it could be 10 to 15, it could be 5. Mm. Um, and it's, it sort of differs between different people, but I think for me, the form that I'm in at the moment, um, we've been doing some really good sessions and training and um, it's all kind of starting to to really tick along nicely with Budapest sort of um, looming in about six weeks, which is obviously our world champs. So, yeah, look, I think that on a on a hot day, um, I'd like to say I'd still probably be in the same situation in terms of winning the, the whole comp, but at the same time, I think the height would have been much, much higher. So the Diamond League, it was Stockholm League. Um, I think there's 10 or 12 Diamond League days, but they don't all have every discipline. How many have you partook in and how many 
are left to go for you? Because I guess the big carrot is qualifying for the finals in Eugene at the um, Prefontaine. Uh, 30 grand up for grabs if you can win at the Prefontaine. So how do you balance your target? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, so there's, so there's obviously a number of meetings over the year. Uh, high jump is in off the top of my head about six of them. And then there's the final on top of that. And so I've done, this is my second month of the year. Uh, I missed the first one just because it was quite early. Uh, that was in Doha. And then I came fourth in Florence, obviously won this one. And then I've got um, Silesia in Poland in two weeks' time, London a week after that, and then Zurich, which is a week after World Champs. But look, I think the thing is, obviously, it's it's super important to try and qualify for that final. But at the same time, there are, there are amazing competitions to be sort of using as warm-up comps for World Champs because obviously all the top guys are here. So if I'm if I'm getting as much competition under my belt with all those guys there, then that really helps me. So, yeah, it's kind of two birds, one, one stone, I suppose. Jumping well here gives me the confidence going into Worlds and gives me good points knowing that it's looking more and more likely that I will be in Eugene for that Diamond League final. And, and you can't really... Um... You can't really gift wrap it any better to say, like, the money is important, Hamish, because you've got to keep going. And being in New Zealand, you guys don't get the big uh, endorsement deals that the Americans and the Europeans do. Um, and so it's, it actually is an important component. So you can keep going, isn't it? Oh, 100%. I mean, look, I mean, we all need money, don't we? It's, it's, it's sort of the thing that makes the world go around. But I mean, it's also awesome. Like, I think that, you know, as my world ranking has grown, um, there has been sort of more interest, and in, and it's it's also meant that there's more options. I mean, I obviously have to spend five months overseas a year, but I mean nowadays with with the, the funding that I get from High Performance and and uh, my sponsor Puma, uh, and you know, and doing well in these kinds of these meets, it means that there's more options for me. I mean, my girlfriend's over here for two months, um, helping me and supporting me at the same time, which which is just you know it's massive um, in terms of kind of the emotional impact that all that travel has. So yeah, I think it's one of those things that it never really gets any easier, but you know, as you, as you do well and as you start earning a bit more, it definitely opens up uh, more opportunities to, to kind of further increase the, the, um, the potential to jump really well. And you can afford you the chance to go to a nice restaurant rather than a, a caravan on the side <laughs> of the road for, for a post-competition dinner beer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And sometimes a double, not just a single bed, which is which is quite helpful with my height. <laughs> <laughs> Are you cut out for the – do you like the travel part of it? Take away the competing, you know, different country every week. Um, you've, got yeah. the, you've got the competition looming. Uh, looming. You'll, be, you'll be on a countdown. You still have to maintain your fitness and your rest and all that sort of stuff. But from what I see when following you on Instagram, you still embrace a lot of the, the local sights and sounds as well. Oh, yeah, mate. I mean, look, like, I used to hate it. Um, and I used to hate being away from home. It was just, like, I was a real homeboy growing up. Like, a, you know, I, I literally was the kid who cried in school camp because <laughs> I was away from my mum and, and all the rest of it. So I think the first few years were pretty tough. But I kind of just kind of, you know, I sort of sat myself down one day and I was like, look, mate, like, whether you like it or not, this is going to be you for the next few years. Um, and, you know, if you don't want to do the jumping, then, like, you know, if you if you don't want to do the travel, then then you're not going to be able to do the jumping. And the jumping's the thing you love. And so I sort of just embraced it much more. And, like, honestly, I love it now. I mean, I I get itchy when I'm home for more than two weeks at a time, if I'm going to be honest. It's, it's pretty hard to sort of go home and, and sort of 
adjust to the life again. But um, no, I've been to some amazing places, and I'm I'm sort of super grateful that now I've got some real solid mates on tour as well. Who who I sort of it almost feels like I'm coming home a wee bit when I'm getting back on the road and and seeing all those guys. So it's it's really good. Yeah, we've often seen the camaraderie with Tom Walsh and the other shot putters. Does that sort of community hold within the high jumpers, or have you got travelling mates apart from high jumpers? Oh, I mean, we've got a bit of both. Like, I think uh, the the high jump community is probably a little bit more multicultural than the old uh, the old shot put American boys, yeah. uh, which <laughs> which probably has a few more complications. I mean, half the guys I I actually compete with don't really speak very good English, but. Um, you know, I've got some really good guys there who, who I'm, I'm really solid mates with and, um, and probably my main, um, mate, he's actually uh, a British guy. He's not even competing at the moment. Um, he's injured, but he's a high jumper. Um, and I'm going to go see him next week, which will be super cool. But I think probably one of the things which is, which is super amazing. And I mean, a lot of New Zealand will probably be aware of it, but I mean, this, this weekend we had six people from New Zealand, um, competing diamond leagues, which, it has to be some sort of record. I mean, we've never had more than probably four people even in a whole season competing diamond league, let alone six in one weekend. So, I mean, it, you know, it's it's great that I've got the guys in the high jump, but at the same time, I mean, I'm going to meet now and there's Kiwis there. And that's something that, you know, go back two, three, four years, it just wasn't a thing. I mean, we'd have to hang up the Aussie. So, you know, to have Kiwis there and to have people who are sort of similar to home and, you know, you can exchange stories and, and sort of speak the same language as... as it's just massive for our performance and, and something that's super cool that, you know, it will continue that way and hopefully we can add a few more names to that list as well as we get into it. Yeah, you mentioned it, it was it was good for the Kiwis. Tommy Walsh finished second. Um, Zoe had a win in her race, uh, personal best New Zealand record once again. And Geordie Beamish was competing at the same event as you, ran a personal best in the 3,000 metre steeple. Do, do the Kiwis... Do you, you park up and have a look at his event, or does he look at your event? Does does the Kiwi uh, patriotism flow through even at these far flung events when you're competing for yourself? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I I unfortunately didn't stick around for his race because I was actually I was just sodden and I wanted to go home and just get into the shower. But we're actually rooming together this weekend, so um, so yeah, we've we've been having some real good catch ups and um. Jordy's a good mate of mine, so it's, it's been great seeing him, um, you know, do well. And he's obviously changed events at the moment, so it's, I think it's still probably up in the air as to which event he really, can, you know, he focuses on. But his his steeper chase tonight sort of proved that he's doing pretty well. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 just awesome to be able to come to meets and and just support all the Kiwis and 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 really sort of take an interest in their careers. Everyone loves to know about. Uh pre-match rituals, pre-match food, pre-match music. <laughs> I'm going post-match. After you've had a win, what's the, what's the post-match ritual? Well, it depends how well or how bad we do. <laughs> That's sort of the big thing. Um, no, it's something that I've sort of, I've actually tried to push a little bit harder this year. Um, I think that, you know, obviously you come off the field and you're you're exhausted. I mean, most high jumpers don't really eat much kind of in the 24 hours leading up to an event just to try and save a bit of weight. So usually the first thing is food. Um, but, you know, I was I was in Florence a couple of weekends ago and, and probably the the last thing I wanted to do was go out. Um, but, you know, there was a good group of people going out and we actually just jumped on some e-bikes and shot around the city. And, you know, we caught the Michelangelo statue and, and various other sort of famous landmarks at about four in the morning. So um, that was pretty surreal. So I think, yeah, I think it's, it's probably the only time we actually get to, to really experience the cities that we are competing in. Um, and so I try and make the most of that for sure. 
but yeah, I mean, at the same time, like usually we're back on the horse the next day, so we need to make sure we're not doing, um, you know, anything too silly. Mm. Well, Hamish, brilliant of you to join us uh, all the way over there in Stockholm in the middle of the night once again, but huge congrats on a win in the Diamond League. More points for you, Gene, which is very, very important, but I guess more importantly, you're building nicely to the Worlds, which isn't that far away. It'll be upon us in no time, eh? Yep, blink and it will be done, mate. It's always the way, isn't it? Mm, it sure is. Thanks heaps, buddy. <laughs> we'll stay in touch. All right, thanks heaps, mate.